this thing called life. I hope you're ready. Let's go. I call it the conversations. The conversation isn't always the same. We talk about things postpartum related. We talk about the conscious creation process. We talk about life, living, and how to truly do this from a conscious place. Hi, this is Adasa, and welcome to Calabash Conversations. Uh, in ancient traditions, the Calabash is a, it's a place where, where magic happens. The Calabash is representative of the womb and the womanhood. Everything in the Calabash is, is part of a sacred whole. Different objects can be placed in the Calabash to create something new. This week on Calabash Conversations, We'll be talking about mental wellness and specifically the feelings surrounding awakening to the truth of who you are. Now, quite often it is that we look around and people expect that we should be acting and feeling a prescribed way. But truth is, that isn't how we're actually feeling inside. Have you ever experienced that? For many, there have been changes in feelings of well-being, sleep patterns, and maybe even eating habits. Can you relate to any of that? Do you at times feel like withdrawing from from social contacts and are feeling lethargic, you know, low energetically? Are there alternating periods of depressed moods? Now, whenever these symptoms are powerful enough, they're diagnosed as a form of clinical depression that is known as seasonal affective disorder or SAT. People who live in countries farther away from the equator are more prone to experiencing sad because of the shorter periods of sunlight that's experienced in the winter months. You may be thinking, what does this have to do with me? Well, everything. If you're in the process of awakening to the truth of who you are, you will experience similar symptoms, the severity of which varies. There's this feeling of darkness when one is faced with the realization that what they for years thought and accepted as the norm is no longer what feeds their soul, their authentic self. How? How does one actually share this with family, friends, place of worship? Think about it. If for years, for generations actually, worship looked a particular way, for example, in your bloodline, and then you wake up one day and you realize, uh, 
this isn't really it for me anymore. What do you do when this, or let's say when there's a possibility then that your entire support system could disappear and you're actually left on your own? The internal struggle that one faces at this time is real. It is so real that depression, I mean, clinical depression at times develops. The, the psychologist Carl Jung, he spoke of individuation, which when dissected on the simplest level, it is the process whereby one recognizes that they are an individual and not simply an extension of friends, family, social or cultural constructs. Individuation is self-work, developing and integrating all aspects of self. Embarking on this process, it entails consciously navigating the darkness before your light comes to the fore. Some years ago, I shared my process of what I call unmasking with a small group of ladies. And this is actually helpful because sharing our stories is one way of providing reassurance that whilst the struggle is real, the reward of being and living as you is a real possibility. That is, if one is committed to doing the work that's required to make it happen. A few ways you can do this is, well, first of all, before I share a few ways, you need to honor your process or your journey. And three ways you can do this is, one, getting to know yourself. Two, understanding that darkness and light are spectrums on the same pole. So at times when you're feeling intense darkness, understand that light is not too far off. And three, the third way that you can honor your process is by releasing judgment. So there would be no blame attached to someone causing us to feel this way or even blaming or judging ourselves for allowing this to go on for so long. There is this quote from my favorite psychologist, Carl Jung, and it goes like this. It says, depression is like a woman in black. If she turns up, don't show her away. Invite her in. Offer her a seat. Treat her like a guest and listen to what she wants to say. And for me, listening, listening is key. Listen to your internal dialogue. Where is it coming from? Answers are found 
when we actually listen. I will share a surprising, what I call a surprising mental wellness tool that I discovered when I journeyed to Belize in March of 2018. So when I went to Belize, I went there for an herbal intensive course. And my expectation was that at the end of the course, I'll be confident in making my own tinctures, skin salves, and oil infusions. What I didn't expect, though, was that my greatest lesson and arsenal in caring for my total being, that's my mind, body, spirit, would be found while bathing. Now, this was no ordinary bath. This was a bath without water. This life-changing bath took place in the forest with 15 other people. Yet I felt as if I was the only person there. I immersed myself in forest bathing. Shinrin yoku is a term that means taking in the forest atmosphere or forest bathing. And it gained popularity in Japan during during the 1980s. And it has become a foundation of preventative healthcare and healing in Japanese medicine. In fact, from uh, 2004 to 2012, Japanese officials spent about $4 million studying the psychological and physiological effects of forest bathing. And they have found that Regular exposure to forest environments can lower blood pressure and anxiety, reduce anger, and strengthen the immune system. A study on forest bathing, or let's say on the psychological effects, surveyed 498 healthy volunteers, twice in a forest and twice in controlled environments. And the subject showed significantly reduced hostility and depression scores, in addition to increased liveliness after spending time with the trees. Now, why should you care about this practice? Well, if you're still listening, then it means that you are more than a little interested in maintaining or achieving mental wellness. Mental wellness is the cornerstone of self-care and the foundation needed to live your life with authenticity. My forest bathing experience was deeply healing and insightful. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you how it happened or what took place so that it will serve as kind of like a template so that you can go ahead and do the same or tailor it to suit your needs. So what I did, we we all went to the forest and I found a spot by a tree. The name of the tree, this tree was Gumbo Limbo. So I found a spot by a Gumbo Limbo tree. I closed my eyes and I focused 
in, so inwards. When I got to the point where my thoughts were only of the tree and myself, I slowly opened my eyes and looked around. I mentally recorded five points. One, there were different varieties of plant life inhabiting the same forest. Two, plants of the same species were still unique. So no two plants were identical. Three, poisonous and healing plants were existing and thriving in close proximity to each other. So the gumbo limba tree and the black poisonwood tree, they were very close to each other and I noticed this. Four, almost hidden on the forest floor was a flowering plant. And five, there were dried branches and limbs on the ground. I instinctively related my observations to the human experience. And this is what I noted. One, we are unique entities existing as a result of our interconnectedness with each other and our environment. Two, the black poisonwood tree, when it comes in contact with the skin, it causes a nasty rash for which the gumbo limbo tree produces an antidote. So this does not happen by chance. Likewise, with humans, we find ourselves interacting with ones who do not appear to be aligned with us achieving our highest and greatest good. In fact, their every action suggests that they exist to cause us mental anguish. It is all about perception, though. Mental anguish or mental strength or tenacity. Only you get to decide what it is that this person or these people are causing you to produce. The other point, the flowering plant so close to the forest floor reminds me that there is beauty in unexpected places. That is, if we choose to be open to seeing it. So as dark as your thoughts get, as dire as the situation seems, look just a little bit closer. There is beauty within. And the, I forget, one, two, three. Uh, my fifth point is just as the dried branches are useful for firewood or compost, as a species, our usefulness is not determined by our outward experience or outward appearance. So bear this in mind. Your usefulness is not determined by your outward appearance. Like I say, I have chosen to share my experience with you so that you also can benefit from this wonderful gift of bathing 
for wellness. The most important feature of this gift is that going to Belize is not a requirement. You can easily recreate this by finding a spot among trees and start your journey within to mental wellness. It is an emotionally and spiritually fulfilling experience. Now, I presently live in Canada, one of the coldest places in Canada, actually, and it is the winter. So for me, going outside and sitting among the trees or standing among the trees is not possible right now because it's January. So what I do is... I find a quiet spot within my home. I close my eyes and I quiet my thoughts and mentally take myself to the trees. So try and do that if it is not possible for you to actually go out and physically be with the trees. I really encourage you to Discover, discover the healing power of trees because you will actually lose yourself in the beauty of your surroundings, leave your everyday stress behind and reach a place of greater calm and wellness. A part of our medicine is remembering that we are not separate from nature. Nature is who we are. So our healing exists within us. So by extension, that would be within nature. I really do hope that this conversation was beneficial and also too that you realize that the medicine you carry. So not just realize, but remember. Remember that the medicine you carry is ancient. And we are all here to remember who we are and return to wholeness. So at times when the depression or feelings of darkness persist, remember darkness and light on the same spectrum. So the sun, the sun will always, always shine in the morning. Yeah. This is Adasa thanking you for choosing to share your time with me. I invite you to reach out. Um, Instagram. On Instagram, I'm Curleen Adasa and also Calabash Conversations. And my website is Designing Your Path. Dot com. I encourage you to reach out so that we can connect.